Babylonians. Because I did the hiatus because Hi. I've been referencing Ish kind of a lot, um, Psycho Gorman, and I which I still need to watch. Yeah, you. I do. One hundred percent need to. Um, yes. you should just come over and watch it at my house. Psycho Gorman. So if you guys need something new to watch, Ayo. between episodes, episodes. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do. I'm yep. fine. It's fine. I don't know. I've been off kilter today, everyone, because normally we don't report on Mondays. But I finally got my ducks in a row and got some actual, like... Your ducks are in a fucking row. That's a lie. I got my squirrels in their bag <laughs> for today. My squirrels are all in the bag. And it's fine. I got some... I actually, like, felt like I took decent notes today, so that feels whoop, good. Whoop. Even though it took me four hours... For a case that's not super, super long. Meh. But I have this thing called a baby thing. And he is a whole lot of needing a boob all of the time. All the time. Okay. Every time I would feed him today, he was just like, I'm going to be like super hungry in like 10 seconds. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm making it awkward for you. I'm sorry, <laughs> Apollo. I just don't want to not have my phone when I leave. That's all. But I can worry about that when this is over. Sorry, Babylonians. I've got my nephew son in my hands. So. Nephew son. <laughs> oh man. But um, nothing too huge to touch base on. Um, once again, um, we're gonna, we'll be adding the Angry Gnome Apparel link in our show notes for the next. So that, this episode today, next week's episode, and the episode after that, we'll have the big announcement next week. Um, about what our collaboration is all about and what we're doing, and we'll have. But in the meantime, in between time, you can still go to their website. Go to their website and find some kick-ass Halloween shirts and more. I mean, I mean, it's spooky season, so they're pushing a lot of that stuff. But um, there's just there's a lot that's in store, and it's exciting, and we got to see some stuff there. So we've got to see some things that will some, be happening. Some stuff things. Some very exciting things. So Angry Gnome Apparel. Apparel. Oh. Is it I think so. Am I wrong? Do we need to pause for the cause and find out? Um, I don't. I know that if you look in last week's episode, um, it'll it like lets you click on the link. Let's just go to that right now. Uh, yeah, angry gnome dot shop. I'm sorry, angry gnome dot not apparel. Okay, gnome angry gnome dot, dot shop. S H O P. Little Shop of Horrors is what it is right now. Hi! See what I did there? Um, yeah, um, still, uh, and I know that if if Wyoming has listened, they haven't listened enough because um, Anchor did, like, an update on the 18th. So, still don't have Wyoming showing up in our uh, 50th state. Wyoming, you need to tune in because we're going to have some pretty special things happening here pretty soon. Yeah, and you're going to miss a discount. I mean, I know there's a lot going on in Wyoming right now. Um, if you don't watch the news. <laughs> I don't. So uh, what's going on? There was the that girl, Gabby Petito. Her, um, that's where her, her remains were found. Uh, so... So you should be tuning in because we might cover 
her at some point man that's that's gonna be a doozy of the case it's just heartbreaking 22 years old beautiful human did not deserve the end she was given and it's just like i could go on a lot about that so maybe at one point or at some point we'll we'll definitely get into that but that's literally happening right now in the world yep and brian needs to come out of the fucking shadows and stop being a fucking fuck yeah i'm fine it's fine i'm fine um Yep, so nothing too huge going on. Other um, than checking out Angry Gnome. Yes, definitely go do that. <laughs> go shop, go go check out their freaking stuff. Um, help us help you. And, and get great quality shirts at a freaking super awesome price. Hell yeah. Yes, and then stay and tuned for what's su- to come. Yes, next week, next week, next week. Um, yeah, the shirts are super freaking soft. Um when and they the, fit. They're fit to size. Yes. Like, um, they they like. If if you're a large, order a large. You don't have to go size up, or if you're not, you yeah. know whatever. So yeah, yeah, baby. So I'll be able to order extra large just because I'm not a two X anymore. <laughs> Yay for pregnancy to be over. And her big old booby milk making boobies. Well, my boobs, booby yeah. milk making booby. That's booby it. Booby milk making boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Demi yeah. huge. I do huge. have. Huge. Because you guys want to fantasize about my boobs right now. You're welcome. <laughs> Bigger than They're... Apollo's head. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell this story real briefly before we get into this. Um, right when a few days after we got home from the hospital, mm. I was feeding him on the right boob. And I wasn't quite paying attention. I was helping my son do something else. And all of a sudden he pulls back off my nipple really fast and goes... <gasps> Because my boob was suffocating his little nostrils, and I, the way I had him positioned was not ideal for us. So that was an experience. So every t- And it's every time I feed him on that right side, I have to angle him just right, or otherwise my boob is so big. You can play hide and seek in those things. <laughs> Literally, Apollo could get lost. I mean, he's a big boy. Don't get me wrong. He's over 10 pounds now, maybe more. Um... <laughs> but he's just like oh god are we talking was, about you yes we are little babe <laughs> but um yeah so that's all i've got for um well what's going on in the world that yeah that case is going on and now there's i'm following a page on facebook of this kid named um jock well i don't know kid he's like roughly my age i think a little younger um joshua bohannon who's been missing since june um and his wife has already got a new boyfriend, so that's something I've been keeping on, um, in or in the loop with. So you can go follow that page. It's just what what happened to Joshua Bohan, and it's a group on Facebook. So I've just been doing, following it a little bit more in the true crime world. And there's two other cases of just missing kids, and I'm like, oof, yeah. oof, oof. But today we are going to travel back in time. Okay. Um, this is another Nate episode. Cause Thank you, Nate Dog. Nate is the tits. Nate is great. Sorry. Yes. That's all I had. That's all I we had. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. I did too. And I was trying to find a follow-up with it, and my the mild headache that I have right now is just overtaking my whole soul. Nate, you're great. And now the let's end. not... Exclamation point. <laughs> Jump, okay. dum and everyone stopped listening by now. Okay, anyways, so this is a case, um, this is the case of Geraldine Parrish. Um, the little I could find about her youth is she was born in 1936 in rural, rural, 
rural. There you go. <laughs> I, can't, I hate that word. <laughs> rural North Carolina to a poor family with several brothers and sisters. She began um, attending church where she became acquainted with the basics of Catholicism. Later on, she would become interested in religions practiced by people in Central and West Africa. Particularly, one is called Santeria, and then she got into some voodoo. Yeah, voodoo, yeah. voodoo, you do. Sorry. Um, she also studied other religious aspects and rituals and eventually began to practice them herself. In the 1970s, she began to present herself as a member of the clergy of the church she would attend, but there wasn't any evidence of her position in any religion, which then had her break away from that, and then she said she was a self-ordained minister. I know there is a process to becoming a minister, and you can't just be like, yeah, I'm a minister. Like, it doesn't work quite oh, like goodness. that. Oh, it's you. And those are the cutest sneezes. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, in the late 70s, she began to show signs of a superiority... Uh-huh. I just had a brain lapse. Mm -hmm. Superiority complex and began to exhibit deviant behavior towards her friend and relatives. Mm. So, so okay, so that was the late 70s. Now we're getting into the early 80s. Um, she wanted to hatch a get-rich scheme by receiving insurance benefits via life insurance policies. Mm. So this freaking... I guess, dark, evil, brilliant mind, unfortunately. I don't know anything about her IQ. I didn't find anything like that. But she urged her relatives, friends, and acquaintances um, to make life insurance policies and to make her the only beneficiary in the event of an untimely death, quote-unquote. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. Don't be so obvious, Geraldine. Oh, my gosh. Okay, pause for the cause. Okay, go to Thailand already. But, okay. Here's the thing about her family that's so different from, like, ours or this family that I've married into called the Marshalls. Yes. Um, there is no way in hell everybody signing this thing wouldn't all be talking to each other and being like, why is Shauna having us all say that she's the beneficiary? Everybody would be talking. and Yeah. <laughs> like, how is that, like, especially, like, let alone she's got friends that we're going to end up hearing about. Um because obviously Geraldine is not a good lady. She's a deadly woman. They will perish. Oh, see what they did there. Oh, look at you go. But yeah, it's just like, that's true. Like These people must not talk. That's no. just weird to me. Yeah, and because some of them aren't her family members. Okay. That she ends up being okay. the beneficiary. beneficiary I liked it. No, that was pretty. Beneficiary. I like it. It's not how you say it, but I'm going to go with it. Go with it. Just made a new word. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So... Naturally, because, you know, if you're going to get these insurance policies on people, you have to start planning out ways to kill each person who allowed her to take these policies out on. So her first victim ends up being 46-year-old Frank Lee Ross, and he was a friend of one of Geraldine's sisters. Um, not all of these, I couldn't find um, how all of them were killed, but he ended up getting shot and um, dying on November 12, 1985. His murder, however, was not carried out by Geraldine herself, but by she, okay, hold on, but by a 20-year-old Edwin Bernardo Gordon, who Geraldine paid more than $2,000 to commit the killing. So that was November 12, 1985. So she waits a year, almost a year, on October 6, 1986. Albert Robinson and Geraldine's own brother, Ronald Brown, were killed by a man named Lionel Robinson, who was not related to the guy he killed. Um... And, yeah, that was October 6th. 
uh, of 86. Then we move on to the next victim, which is March 6th, 1987. It's a lot of sixes. Ah, because she's the devil. Um, uh, March 6th, 1987. So she goes through some time of plotting out these murders. Um, so, yeah. And when does, how soon does she wait to cash in on their... It's, know, it like happens within a month of each of them okay. that she gets this money. And we I'll, I'll talk about some of the, the money that she gets and okay. then I compare it to what it would be like okay. today. I, yeah, I did, I did math. Hey, good job. Just okay. kidding. I cheated. I used Google. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, March 6, 1987 was Helen Wright, who was 65 years old, is who Aww. she ended up killing next. And she was Geraldine's housekeeper. Um, <sighs> Helen's death was paid out to her in the sum of $10,000, which would be equivalent to $22,000 today. Which I think that's kind of crazy because that was only thir- almost 30 years ago, or a little over 30 years ago. Um, she also got Social Security checks from Helen's death as well. Um, and she ends up getting Social Security checks from someone else later on too. Um, Helen was also murdered by this guy, Edwin Gordon, who received a $2,000 payout as well. So six months later after that, Geraldine arranged to try and kill her niece. Yeah, her niece. Ew. 29-year-old Dolly Brown. Um, her insurance policy, Geraldine, was the beneficiary and would pay out another $10,000. So on September 19th, which, as we're recording this, was yesterday, 1987, not yesterday, um, it was Tuesday, uh, Edwin attacked the girl and her husband, 37-year-old Ronald Mitcher during, Mitcher, during which Ronald was shot and killed, so he ended up dying, but Dolly survived and went on to survive two more attempts on her life. Oh my gosh. So this girl is like straight up bad bitch status. Dolly was shot in the head two different times and her throat was slit on another occasion, but she still survived her aunt's attempts to kill her. So she tried to kill her three times. Dolly's supposed to turn this bitch in. Like Dolly is a fucking badass. Yeah. Like to be shot, I'm obviously shot in the head twice, but like, and then her throat slit, like that's, so. Um, that's like alien DNA. I know, <laughs> like she needs to, she deserves all the things. Yes. <laughs> um, after the last time of trying to kill her niece in May of 1988, Edwin Gordon ended up being arrested. Um, I don't know what grounds of his arrest was. I don't know if it was a different charge or if Dolly was able to be like, no, this is the dude who tried to kill me. Um, but he ends up getting arrested and he cooperates real fast with investigators, you know, they usually do <laughs> give me a lesser sentence kind yeah. of thing, which he does not receive. Spoiler. Um, he would told them that Geraldine had planned every murder and attack out and she was later arrested that summer after enough evidence was gathered. So he straight up like tucked he his tail and yep. ran. Um, Edwin was charged with three murders, four counts of assault and conspiracy to murder. Geraldine was charged with conspiracy to murder and um, contract killing, which I thought that was kind of cool. It even had um, had it highlighted on the one. But obviously contract killing is planning it out and paying someone else to do it. Right. Wee. She was suspected of committing, commit, com- of committing more murders after it became clear that 77-year-old Rayfield Gillard died in February of 1988, which was 15 days after marrying Geraldine. So they got married and 15 late days later, he's dead. My And I would gosh. think, obviously, okay, so before I jump back into my notes, but like, if you 
marry someone, I'm like, it would, I was like, I feel like it would take longer to be, become a beneficiary and getting a life insurance policy. But, but then again, I hear so many stories of different people getting life insurance policies taken out and then like pretty fast those people dying. So I don't know. I just feel like it should take more than 15 days. Agreed. But this could have been something that they, especially since she knew what she was doing, well, that they, um, that they had, because you don't have to be married to be the, like, well, obviously. So, like, they they could have been, this could have been set in motion well before. The marriage. And then happens to be, if I'm married to you, I get more money or something. So, like, well, and it, it goes, I do have that in my notes about everything he leaves her. But one article said um, that I was, that I read on, um, she had, she ended up being married to eight different men, four of <laughs> oh which were within gosh. 18 months of each other. Oh I'm assuming she married and tried to get policies on them. It didn't state this, just my guess. But I'm like, eight different men and four of them were within a year and a half of each other. That's a lot of marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce. And, or and marriage, murder, marriage, murder, Is marriage, that murder. why now, like, when you get divorced, it's like a three-month waiting period? Yeah, you have to wait, like, 60 days, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay, so... Yeah, 60 okay. days okay, till so you can get months. married again, so... But still... That's, I mean... Wild. Yeah. And then it's just interesting to... To find people willing to marry you. Well, I mean, but obviously you're not finding out all the information, or you're only telling them this other, the significant person, or whatever, this 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 next victim, right. as much as, let's, I'll say it the right way, as much as you're willing to let them know. Exactly. Or perceive, or 100%. assume. Yeah. hundred um, percent. So, but... On stating that after him dying after 15 days, he did leave his home, money, and his social benefits, which would amount to $440 a month in a life insurance policy, which Geraldine began receiving a month after his death because he put her name on everything. Mm, because, or, they, because they married. Because okay, they got married. So Rayfield. Okay. Ugh, Gross. disgusting. I just, how is money. Uh, money truly is the root of all evil. Like, it really uh, is. People just get so twisted. Yeah. About it. Um, the death certificate stated that he died from a cardiovascular disease, but there was nothing in his record. Um, there was no record in his medical history that stated he ever suffered from any heart problems. Hmm. So, but that's what it was stated. So I'm like, maybe she poisoned him, or something to make his heart stop. I don't know. Right. Sneaky, sneaky little biatch. Yeah. So. Um, but like I said, she was arrested. Um, this was just one of the deaths that was brought to the surface um, just because of how quickly his death happened. Um, as far as I know, none of her other husbands perished. Yes. But, um, okay, so. Goodness. Really? So she was married eight <laughs> times and yeah. they did not die, only this one? Right. So, oh. yeah, so it was. Well, Five deaths I mean, total. This poor guy, but I know, but, but like, it could have been a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> while on trial, which started in 1989, Geraldine tried to claim insanity, but was found to be fit to stand trial by some psychiatrists and psychologists who, um, oh, goodness, who um, literally talked or like tested her out, whatever. Um, she even would fake seizures in the courtroom <laughs> and told the jury she couldn't count past the number one. 
Uh, wow. Said eye roll. I'm like, um, side note, she was also called Sister Geraldine by people who knew her, remember, self-ordained minister and voodoo connoisseur and such. Um, but yeah, that was just something I found in one I article. <laughs> Did she, mi- she mixes up her act and then she's all one and then she seizes. Oh. <laughs> one. <laughs> Not that seizures are anything to joke about, but in But she obviously doesn't have a problem with yeah, seizures. She's faking. She just needs to be fucking <laughs> stabbed. Um, so eventually in May, so yeah, that started in 1989, um, in May of 89, she and Edward did end up pleading guilty to organizing and committing four murders between November of 85 to May of 88 in order to receive, um, oh, okay, sorry, I got confused. Committing four murders in order to receive insurance benefits totaling in $39,000, which would equivalent, I think, to $86,000 today. Wow. Um, Yeah. It's just crazy, the numbers. Um, they were also found guilty of assaulting three more people. After the conviction, Parrish received eight terms of life imprisonment with no chance of parole. Edwin received several life imprisonment terms as well. I don't know the exact number. It didn't state. But, yeah, she got eight life sentences, basically. Um, Can she count that high? <laughs> what is the number eight? What is, the, what is eight? I just ate. I had a cheeseburger. Man. Um, Geraldine was sent to the Maryland Correctional Institution for a woman to serve her sentence. What a fucking cunt. Sorry. I can't count past the number one. However, check all these life insurance policies I've got, and I'm raking in the cash. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, she keeps trying to get money because... Mm-hmm. Just wait. There's I'm more. sorry. I'm no, just, you're fine. But it's yeah. all adding I up, can't. and I'm looking at it super cute base. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah, my freaking brain. Um, while she was in prison, she was reached out to by a writer to do a biography on her story in which Geraldine would tell her story in the payment of $100,000. <laughs> However, the author ended up pulling out of the story, which in return made Geraldine post. Granted, fuck her and everything she stands for. That's yeah. not... That's just me. So she sued her. She sued this lady for not... <laughs> Paying her the hundred thousand dollars to write about her to write to sell her rights to her story. Um, when she filed, the author and publisher, whose name was D. Wright, and her Sunfield Publishers International agreed in writing the previous August to pay Geraldine for exclusive access to her diaries, letters, and legal documents. Geraldine's lawyers, whose names were Roland Walker and Margaret Mead, said the author interviewed Geraldine four different times on February twenty eighth. Uh, right, wrote, <laughs> okay, what was her first name? I just said it. D. Wow. Bye. Uh, D ended up writing to her saying that she was pulling out of the deal without having um, paid any of the $10,000 installments that she was supposed to do over, obviously, the course of, what, maybe 10 months? 10,000 times 10? Yeah, sure. Good job. I'm, I think I'd just be adding an extra zero. Um, Margaret Mead said, quote, this woman complained that my client, Miss Parrish, wasn't cooperating fully. Hmm. <laughs> How could she know what $100,000 is? You could give her a dollar and she'd be like, oh my God, that's so much money. I can't count past this dollar. And I'm so. like, what are you going to do with $100,000 while you're sitting in prison for the rest of your life? Like, what are you going to do with that? She's going to be the queen of the of the prison. She's going to be like, I, I got all the cigarettes. Everybody, ramen noodles on me. Yeah, I don't hey, know. She's just, she's just obviously obsessed. Um, yeah. There it's was, gross. Okay, so oh, this no. was kind of like off. I don't really know where this part came into it, but I just added it in here because it was on the article I used um, to get notes from. Another person who was brought forth during this lawsuit was 
a okay so it says sh- she married a nephew ew that um said he had been placed under her spell by North Carolina root woman which whatever a root, root woman, woman? Was in I've quotes. never heard that That's root woman who he believed had doctored a meal of barbecued goat meat what? so they barbecued some goat or goat and he was hypnotized and ended up marrying his aunt. <laughs> aunt. Hypnotized for how long? How long were they married? I don't know. Just Not been... long enough to to sustain anything for him further than that. But he was like, I was tricked. Mm-hmm. But you still, I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. In another turn of events, the authorities searched in a pauper cemetery for one of her victims to exhume... Um, the body, and they ended up removing the wrong body, not once, but twice. Oh my Like, gosh. how do you dig up the wrong person? Like, how do I get that job? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if I'm not going to be fired, hey Yeah. Um, her <laughs> lawyer, Roland Walker, said, quote, I've been at this for 41 years, and I've never seen a case that has some of the facets this one has. It's fascinating. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, it's never boring, especially when people are digging up the wrong bodies. I'm like, can you imagine, like, going to the cemetery to see your loved one, and they're not there, and they're, like, your 98-year-old grandma <laughs> I mean, uh, how do you dig up the wrong person? Twice! Hilarious. Like, bro. Um, with a slightly happy ending to this case, um, old Geraldine is burning in the pits of hell with the hope she's covered in honey and covered in red ants every day for eternity. Yes. Because she ended up dying at the age of 68 in prison in 2004. Okay. Um, so, what causes? Uh, just have natural causes, natural. unfortunately. Natural. Vain. Yeah. Vanity. Yep. Grossness. So, yeah, um, I don't think there was anything else on these notes that I, or the articles I used, um, but yeah, this was one of those. So how many people total did she end up killing? It was four total, but they couldn't prove about the, the husband. Okay. So it would have been five. How could they not prove it? Weird. Yeah. It's just like, well, especially because she wasn't the one doing it. She was hiring yeah. different people to go through and, granted, I'm glad the one guy, well, I'm it glad. only showed Ed Edwin. Edwin was the one because she hired a different one to uh, do the first one. What was his name? Let me go find it. Edwin Gordon and um, oh Lionel Robinson. So I don't know if Lionel got away with it or if he ended up being convicted as well. But and it was Dottie D. Who was it? Dolly. 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 Dolly the badass who was like no, this- shot twice and had her throat slit, but oh still fucking survived. And it's just like, what vendetta? I mean, I know money is the driving force behind this, but I would like after the first attempt. Yeah. Guess who's no longer my beneficiary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you would think. Well, and well. The, did she, I don't even did she know that there was one taken out? Can you take out a life insurance policy without someone knowing? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there there may be a way. I mean, there's some sneaky crazy way. Signature, signature or something. You know, there's so many asset aspects. Especially if that was her job. I don't know. Oh goodness. Oh. Yes, sweet little grumpy baby. So many who's or what's. Yeah. Like I said, a bit on the shorter side today, but yeah, just still a doozy of a freaking story. What like, a, what an evil. It was like, um, like Charlie Manson esque vibes, because yeah. I mean, he was never convicted of any murders. He just freaking told people to do them for him. Right. 
don't yeah. think we'll ever cover him because his story is so big and and just so many people have we yeah. kind of like to stay yeah. not super well known as yeah. far as serial killers Especially i mean nate keeps i have a whole list of nate stories <laughs> which i love i appreciate it yes. especially and especially because they're mostly women mm-hmm. i think that's kind of just I don't know what sets us apart a little bit. Maybe I, don't know. I like it. I like it too. I think it's and it's stories I've never heard of, mm-hmm. which I think is fun. And I know um, that's what Dawn likes fun. too. She loves that these aren't these aren't super well known serial killers. That's why she keeps tuning in too. I mean, she also loves us and we love her. But I'm like with her. <clears throat> that, um, but that we go with killers that aren't so well known. Yeah. I think I think and I love just, that. Like, and then you can find more <clears throat> stories mm-hmm. about them. I know Nate suggested a few movies to us also that we found in other cases that I've yet to watch because um, well, I finally went through Twitter because that's where me and Nate communicate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I finally went and like wrote down all of the names that he's suggested to me and some of them aren't deadly women and he's even got some rabbit holes that Shauna will do at some point too just because they're interesting like that one singer who does the super nasty songs. oh yeah 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 she's funny a little blues singer yes yeah which is Shauna's favorite do you love she's me a, my blues she's a blues lady mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah there's definitely um I I had never heard I've, well all the women he's suggested me and I've never really been into Deadly Women the show so I'm kind of glad I oh, I'm so sorry well, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I haven't because I'm like then I, I think it makes it a little more exciting when I <laughs> sorry and Paula was just kicking his legs and it was just really really cute um, but yeah so that is uh, the case for this week. So don't go kill people for money, guys. It's not worth it. Nope, ever. Because 9 out of 10 times, you're going to fucking get caught. And Karma is a bitch, and she's usually pretty angry, and she comes back tenfold. With, so... With an aggressive, gnarly, gnarly vengeance. Yes. For <clears throat> sure. Yes. Um, so uh, if you guys want to reach out to us and suggest your own cases to us, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Bloody Babbles Podcast at gmail.com. Just message us. If you know us personally, just PM us. Um, PM us. Mm-hmm. PM We're both PMSing you. Yeah. That's hilarious. We've okay. got a literal Bloody Babbles here. <laughs> we truly do. <laughs> and if you stop listening after that, I get it. It's fine. Um, you already heard fine. the story. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Skip past this part. I'm so sorry. Um, um, and it, yeah, if you have your own stories of encounters, I really want to do another Buddy Babbles here sooner than later because I think they're really fun. I'll make a post about it um, and be like, hey, It'd be cool if we were able to do it for like a Halloween-ish episode. Oh, yes. Especially because, yeah, because we've got big announcements with next the next couple weeks and yeah. everything. So, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, send us send us your spooky, creepy, bloody... Paranormal, whatever. Paranormal, yeah. your own encounters with uh, murderers. I don't know. I thought the one, I think it was Nick is his name. Um, he was the one who lived in two different apartments. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. always seemed to die every time he'd go there. Right, yeah. A weird... Hasn't happened since, I don't think, but still, like, spooky, spooky. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. I said that twice. Don't way. forget to check out Angry Gnome Apparel. Yes, go and check them out. The website again is angrygnome.shop. And it'll be in our show notes. So you guys can just click it right on um, whatever you listen to us. It'll take you right to their website. Yeah. Once again, fit to size. Like, you don't have to order a size bigger. Yep. Um, unless you want to. You For know, sure. that's For fine. Sure. Um, super cute. 
uh, soft, as soft, hell. great quality. They're not going to shrink in the wash or anything like nope. that. Nope. Um, and they have like they have t-shirts, they have hoodies, they have yes. hats, they have all sorts of stuff. Yeah, like, check them out. And the pricing really affordable. Yeah, like it, it oh, could, especially gonna, for the quality. Like yeah, it's, it's yeah, not going to break your bank for sure. You guys, sure. I'm going to just tell you, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Because you're, you're once you're gonna be like, wow, why haven't I done this sooner? When you buy them, you've gotta tag us and tag them. Oh yes, you for sure. Pictures. We want to see what you get. We want to see it. We'll be posting ourselves in um, some of their apparel <laughs> soon. Yep. Um, yes. And so, then we have a treat that's going on um, mm -hmm. that we're doing with Angry Gnome Apparel. Yes. Um, here in two weeks, we're going to have yeah. something yeah. super fun for us and for you guys um, yeah. to yeah. take advantage of. Especially because so. next week's episode that will be dropping is on my brother's birthday. Birthday fulfill. Yeah, so he's he's the, well, him and my sister-in-law run it together, but it, it was, it's his baby because he's the yep. angry gnome, even though he's a giant, it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, okay, guys. Um, oh, and, you know, as always, our intro sound is Fantasy and World Music by the Factors on YouTube. There's a lot of cool, creepy music that if you guys want to, like, play for your Halloween parties that are coming up pretty damn soon. So go check them out because they have some really awesome creepy doll music that we use on, like, our bonus Friday episodes when we do those once in a blue moon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, check them out. And until next week, Babylon! Welcome to my true crime podcast, Stolen From Me. Every week we will cover a different case from the notorious Ian Huntley to the gruesome Ed Gain. You can follow me for more episodes and news on my Twitter page at Stolen From Me Pod. I got into true crime from an early age. I was around eight years old at the time and at school we had to write to someone famous. Everybody decided to write to the Queen but I didn't want to do that so I decided I was going to write to the Cray Twins. This didn't go down well but it did escalate in my fascination of true crime. Thank you for being a part of my podcast. Please leave a five-star review, like and subscribe. And see you in the next episode.